0: Ladies, gentlemen, and all other denominations, maybe you're a stick, maybe you're a snake, or a a coin. uh, You could be a coin. We've got a lot of fans who are coins. We're a big fan of coins. Big, big fans. Anyway, this is Hack the Dino's Critical Path, where we talk about little topics in the world of gaming, and this week, we've got a cracker of a topic that we want to share with each and every one of you, because there's something that you, or someone you know, or a place you may visit, may take from it, maybe Anyway, tonight we are going to be talking about changes to the game industry that we would like to see. But before that, be sure to hit that subscribe button on youtube.com backslash hackthedino or head on over to twitch at twitch.tv backslash hackthedino and follow us there. Finally, if you want to just hear our voices, head on over to Spotify or SoundCloud or iTunes or any other podcast app and make sure you subscribe to Hackthedino on audio things where the sounds live. Anyway, changes to the game industry we would like to see. I've got a uh, couple of topics here and I'm just going to uh, read them out, shout them out, top of my voice and we're just going to have a little discussion about each and every topic. So the first one that I would like to see is I'd like to see the end of loot boxes. Oh, no, We. Yeah. We. We would all oh, like yeah. to see the end of loot boxes. Uh, I'm not talking about DLC but the horrendous play to win Gatchapon loot boxes which are basically poker machines. Uh, they should at least reveal the odds of gaining an item or weapon whenever you select one but they don't it's completely random you don't know what you're going to get for your money Um, they unbalance the game uh, with someone who is lucky enough to get that ultimate weapon or that ultimate character and just you know makes it play to win which is not fun for anyone and overall what did I say play to win you have to play to win no I hate playing to win you have to
1: pay to win (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and nobody wants these mechanics, as we saw from Star Wars Battlefront 2. So, guys, what do we think on the disappearing of loot boxes? So,
1: I hate pay to win. I don't mind uh, loot boxes in the fact, like with, say, Fortnite. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me at all. When it doesn't give you an advantage in the game, if it gives you a skin. Yep, that's Or just fine. a different weapon that has the same sort but of damage as a different one. You also totally know okay what that.
0: you're getting there
1: like yeah, it doesn't exactly. impact the gameplay
0: that's right. and you go right that's a deadpool skin I want that deadpool yeah. skin now I'm deadpool the
1: other thing is I don't mind the reward boxes that don't give you advantages as well so things like in um in battlefront 2 when they turned it all off and it was you got cases and things that you could open it and it was skins and stuff like that that's fine. I have no problem with that. But with they aren't loot boxes. No, that's right. They are reward boxes, I yeah. think. They call, it, they call it, they come under they, loot boxes. But they end up being rubbish.
2: They end up just being, you're getting like so, remember when we were playing Predators? Predator? Predator? Yeah. What's that? Hunting Grounds? Yes. You're not getting so much crap that you don't even ever open or look but at. But you didn't pay for it. It's true, thing. but like, it just it didn't need to be in a box. What's the point of it going, k- 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 just, oh, just say, just... well, you've won this at the end? Like, yeah, essentially, that's making it a prize. No, it's making, it's it's using, it's still using po- pokey culture, Yeah. Right? It's still it's, using that element of like human um, psychology, psychology, to, yeah. to basically push Give, you towards like playing like, more. For, for, uh, yeah, like other things that are going to use that. It
3: gives you a little dopamine hit, and that triggers a thing in your brain that goes, oh, I want to, I want to do more of that." So and guess what? You become addicted because that's what
0: Facebook relies on. <laughs> yeah.
1: It doesn't bother me if you if I'm not paying for it. If I'm paying for it. Uh, pay to win, not okay. But so we're all in an
0: agreement that loot boxes really do need to so go. Bugger yeah. them Just off.
1: Get rid of them. they for turkeys.
0: Okay, next one we've got here. Uh, take more risks. Uh, AAA devs play it safe with their game formulas. Uh, they need to take a chance so we can find brilliant new genres. Genres? Genres. Genres. Genre. Genre. I'm French all the same. Genres. Genres. It's what makes the indie scene so alluring and entertaining in that uh, they have the ability to take chances Um, and a good example of this, I think, is Ghost of Tsushima, because this is nothing like Sucker Punch has ever brought out before. Uh, This was a risk for them, and while it may not be a risk in regards to what the game is, it is a risk in the fact that this is a company who resides in America, um, who went into a very Japanese game and took what they thought would be cool, and took the cool and uh, interesting parts of a culture, and put it in a game that we're all able to uh, enjoy um, an example of this not working as much as I hate to say it is Death Stranding um, that was a big risk taken by Kojima uh, it was a great game very relaxing put your hands up if you finished it
1: put your hands up if you played more than 45 <laughs> minutes I did I did I played for hours I played
0: it for a good couple of hours um, it's very relaxing very zen but it's an example of something not paying off I just think if uh, I thought it AAA- paid off
2: I just thought it paid off as an art piece. And I think he got out of it exactly what he knew he was going to get out of it. He wanted to create it and he created it. And
1: just like, that didn't matter to any. To what yeah, it, it comes, still made money. That comes back to what you were saying about The Last of Us. He didn't make it for us, he made that for him. Mm. And that's fine. He had a story to tell. Yeah. Uh, the, going back to the, the sucker punch and the taking chances, I would almost disagree with you because like, mm. I don't think Sucker Punch took a chance on a style of game. But then you clarified it. Like, they made a game that a lot of other people of style have made before. Mm. But then you clarified that it's not a game that they had made before. Correct. This yeah, is unlike okay.
0: anything they've ever made.
1: So I'm I'm totally... Yeah, it's a funny one because I think that the AAA titles don't actually need to take those risks because they make those games really well. But when you're talking about people that haven't made those style of games before, that becomes a risk because, you know, do they do it well? Do they do it... Um, does it work out for them? Is it the sort of thing that people want to see from that? Mm. Developer, so yeah, okay, it's a, it's a hard one because it's like it's such a broad co- topic yeah. topic that
2: you could yeah. do a whole
1: show just on that.
2: So, let's just skip to the next one. Oh, well, Braden had something to say. I was gonna say, to you,
3: I mean, you saw the same thing with uh the PS3 generation when Naughty Dog went from doing freaking Crash Bandicoot and stuff to all of a sudden doing Uncharted,
1: yeah, yeah, huge, huge um, risk, risk for them because they hadn't done that style of game, I and mean, that's it,
0: what I'm talking about, yeah, not a, mean,
1: not a risk in the style of game, like we knew that that style of game sells. But that company hadn't made it. I mean, there are still people out there doing risk. There's
2: stuff like the Concrete Genie. Yeah, but these are the worms, indie studios. Dreams? I'm talking about.
0: The, this is specifically dreams? AAA studios yeah, taking okay. more chances. Your not dreams? the indie, not these smaller indie studios, but the, the big ass developers. The AAA is. Yeah, I, a mean, yeah I mean, yeah, I mean, it's
2: it's the generation of third person games at the moment I mean I got my wish remember I was yeah. uh, I wanted more it was all first person shooting for so many years I'm like why don't we do more third person some of you I got my wish and now I might be careful what you wish for now and now everyone does it
3: Yeah. and good. now I'm going to say
2: oh you're right everything is third person I mean third person games look better than first person I know that's weird to say but no, just, you just seeing see your person. character yeah it makes it a bit better mm. but, but yeah let's move on
0: alright uh, next one digital game pricing um, now but, I don't have an answer oh, to this but on? I'm just going to bring it up so we can get some more what information what do you mean we're skipping we skip one No? No. Yeah, you did. Did did. I? Shorter. Shorter. This is what I'm quite passionate about. Sorry, we'll come to digital game pricing in a minute, but shorter AAA games. Oh my God, yes. Recently, Shuho Yoshida commented that AAA games need to be shorter, and I think I speak on behalf of all of us that we completely agree. Um, Not every game needs to be a 40-hour epic to give the player their money's worth. It's quality over quantity yeah uh shorter more polished games uh means less dev time uh which means we get more quality games out quicker and reduces the need for crunch which has been a real problem as been documented recently what do we think of uh triple a games being shorter i'm yep.
1: all over this i'm a dad i work full time i don't have heaps of time spare i love games some of the some of the games I've loved the most, I don't have time to finish. But that's them. the
0: thing—we are three fathers. We are—we yeah. are three uh, people who work full time. This isn't our full time job yet. It's up to you. Um, <laughs> Never misses a chance, <laughs> Brayden. What do you think is a young person who still has their life ahead of them? Um, um, I have more free time than you guys, but uh, yeah, I still honestly
3: like struggle to get through stuff. Like at the moment, I'm doing a weird thing where I'm playing some other games that are in my list of like my like uh, what is it? Shame, shame pile. pile. Yep. Um, because I have Ghost of Tsushima like on my shelf. I just haven't played it yet because I know I'm going to enjoy it so much. That I'm willing to wait because I know how, like, for hearing about Cyberpunk and how big that's going to be, I'm like, God, I'm going to be playing that for the next year and a half.
2: I do love that moment when you have bought a game, you've got it, and you've got it out, you know, near your console. You know you've got it. You haven't put it in yet, and there's so much possibility of what it could be. But I like that. It's kind the of anticipation thing. that kills me. Um, I'm in complete agreement of games AAA games being shorter. Um, I think a lot of the time, I don't know where suddenly games where the idea that games had to be 90 hours came from. Mm. I think it was one of those things they, like RPG- they could, so they did. And well, then R- it became a thing. RPGs used to do it because of the grinding. Yeah. But, like, most, the majority of games that are, like, over, like, 50 hours, there is a lot of grinding and stuff. And, like, I, hate I think AAA games should be an experience. What is it? Um, You know, if you, you watch a film, you go to the pictures, you pay 25 bucks, you watch a film. Yep. It's an hour and a half. Like... Yeah. Basically, if, if a game's eighty bucks, it should be like four hours. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you don't like people go, oh, you get your money's worth out of it. How could you not think? Like, eighty dollars or however much a game is? Like, it isn't. It isn't ninety hours of. Uh, it isn't a dollar you. hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, also, well, you, you people need to... will
1: pay a hundred dollars for a t-shirt. Come on. Yeah,
2: <laughs> well, I, I'm quite happy with 10, 10 hour games, so I yep. can get to the next one, and I've experienced everything that person wanted me to experience. Take out all your fetch quests. Take out all your collecting seagulls and rubbish bins. I wanted to play the main game, Braden.
3: I was going to say, do we think this is just a side effect of like larger, like more standard triple A games, mainstream games? Yeah, it just is taking on RPG mechanics. It is the thing that like, there are so many games out there, but now. that
0: seems to be the flavor of the month, or, yeah. or at least the flavor of this generation. Mm. Like everyone wants those RPG elements now. We all want, we all crave those little uh, skill trees and, and power ups.
1: I think twenty hours is great. I agree. I think twenty hours is like
0: I'm not saying don't
1: ever make games that are ninety hours. No, it just doesn't need to be every one of them. No, Mm. I think the AAA
2: games should always aim to be around about twenty five hours or twenty hours because like they they are. If you're a AAA game, you should be just a massively cool experience that the whole world wants to experience. Like, Mm. and I'm not. I mean, Cyberpunk's going to come out. It's going to be so long, and that is the one thing that's making me scared of it. Mm. Uh, if someone said to me, Cyberpunk's 25 hours the story, I'd be like, oh, sick.
0: Well, I mean, we've just been talking about Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I'm still playing that. I'm 20 or so hours in. I'm still on the first island. There's three acts. I'm not even finished act one yet. I'm not going to get Cyberpunk until I'm either bored of this game, which I can't spe- see being anytime soon, or I finish the game to the point where I'm satisfied, which, again, I can't see being very soon. So it's in their best interest to make these games shorter, uh, purely from a financial point of view, because it means you go out and buy the next one.
2: It's like they're scared to make short games now. Like Resident Evil 3 got bad bags for being short, and I'm like, cool. Yeah, yeah. good-looking game. I got yeah. like
1: to finish it in a normal space of time. Yeah. yeah you finished it yeah I, mean, a, I finished it. some of my favorite games have been like eight to 12 hour
0: games. yeah journey I love two hour game yeah uh, rhyme I raved about six hour game
3: fantastic Brayden. Th- I think uh, we're going to be getting into the uh, reason for quite a lot of these things as our final ending point here so I think we'll uh, discuss a bit more then
0: okay uh, digital game pricing. Uh, I don't have an answer for this, so this is an honest question that I'm putting out to everyone there. Why are digital games so different to physical games in the way of pricing? Is in they're more expensive? More expensive or the same price. Um, so like, I'm not being facetious. I'm actually promoting a, a question here that I need the answer to. Um, do companies wear the cost of the discs uh, and the casing and the shipping, uh, or are they trying to get out of us... Uh, Trying to get more out of us for uh, our convenience. Um, same with the Nintendo tax. Why are there more games expensive on the Nintendo system? Why is it Nintendo is it a games development so expensive? Thing? And they never go
2: down. No, <laughs> like, they never drop in price. Even when they have but, sales, they're still not what, that
0: good. But I'm not talking about just Nintendo developed games. That I can understand because you're playing for exclusivity. But I'm talking about games that have appeared on both the Nintendo system and on like a PlayStation. And, and you go to the PlayStation one and like they're $5 more expensive on the Switch version. Now, why is that? Is that a whole new... Like, did they have to completely recode the game? Um, I'm not sure. So I guess what my point here is, I think can maybe- we get some definition as to why there is such a, a difference in price?
1: Do you think maybe they have to pay for the privilege of putting them onto the Nintendo site and therefore they have to make them a little bit...
0: See, that's, that's what I'm asking. No one knows. No one can give me a straight answer. Yeah. So not so much that I want to see these prices equaled out or whatever. I want an explanation as to why... Digital games are the same price or more than physical copies.
2: I think Nintendo, is like they don't, they don't consider themselves in like the, the same uh, running race as PlayStation and Xbox but, well, with each other. They're kind of outside that, mm-hmm. that, that competition and they're their own thing. So they figure the people that are on the Nintendo side, that, that's an encapsulated little world. So they can go, well, it doesn't matter if the game is that much on here because they're in Nintendo world and they'll just pay whatever it is for Nintendo world. I, it, they're they're in a different place, but yeah, I, I, Nintendo I, World wasn't that great a game. <laughs> um, so it was Nintendo oh, yeah. Land. Oh my bad. Ooh, doo Ooh. Ooh, doo doo doo. Um, but it is it is. I, I don't understand why. I mean, maybe it is because when you buy a game, you're paying for the work that people put into it, not the case or how it's delivered. Maybe that shit just doesn't cost anything. True. Sure. Like, maybe, and maybe you're paying for the marketing, like a lot of that. And then the advertising they've had to do, which will be the same amount of advertising, whether it's physical or unphysical.
1: I would say that there's more, (laughs) there's more costs involved in shipping of physical items than there is in probably the production of them.
2: I agree. But the shipping ones are like, but they're always the cheaper ones.
0: So we've just had a comment in the chat from uh, Avi Musk saying a physical copy is under $1 to print for sure. Um,
3: I'd cool, if you've got
0: a link or something like that, we could research, that would be awesome. I, but I believe that like that. Oh, I totally believe it. I'd, yeah. I'd just like some uh, clarification. Yeah, we're actually, yeah, we're actually asking
1: for like yeah. specific. But yeah, 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 like it's a
0: yeah, it's a good my, question. My whole
1: point is. We want to learn.
0: That that isn't out there. Like there's been no explanation from any official party as to why there's this. What about like why games it. are heaps more expensive
2: just in other countries, like our country? They're heaps more expensive than our America. Mm. Like, even with conversion of money and everything, we still pay way more.
0: Yeah, the Australia tax. And there's
2: no, yeah, the, there's no reason. Yeah, it has like, to be something to do with shipping in here. Or... Even if they're, di- no, digital games, everything. Like, mm. and, but then Steam cracked cracked up and then they, they made them all kind yeah. of good.
0: Okay, uh, day one DLC. Um, no, so get rid of it. this is for more of an image thing. Uh, like, to me, it's just saying, we had this finished in time, but thought we'd try and get extra money out of you after you already bought uh, the game. Uh, you know, maybe just have it included in the actual game and raise the price um oh, I've formatted that wrong the weird I think that these days
2: I don't like the idea that um you don't have to bring a finished game out,
0: yeah, like yeah, you yeah.
2: should you should it should be finished because like I know you can say the argument of what if someone doesn't have. An internet connection. <laughs> it breeds laziness. Yeah, yeah, but it, 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 it's like the like yeah. When did the rule of thumb come? Like we can just do a patch later; it'll be fine. I think PS3 and
1: 360.
0: Well, it's even <laughs> like we spoke about uh, Halo. Um, Hello. Uh, Halo Infinite uh, oh, with their whole all uh, oh, ray Tracing's coming in an update. No. Yeah. Bring it out now. Make a finished game. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't just Finish rely on, game. That, oh, we'll do this later. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, even the day one patches. Like Sorry, not day one patches. Pa- day one patches are good. I'm fine with. Day one DLC, I think, is a little bit cheeky, and I'd like to see that go the way of the Dodo. Braden? Um, I saw quite a few people in, I don't know why I was there,
3: but I was looking at the comments section uh, on uh, the Avengers like uh, oh, reveal. And, um, no, ours is great. Ours was a great time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and the Avengers thing, and the fact that they announced Hawkeye's coming post-launch, and they've got all this stuff coming up, and I saw all these people in there amongst like horrible people being incredibly rude about Kamala Khan. Um, they oh, were, ugh. they were, it was disgusting. I hated it. Um, just avoid comment sections in general. Just avoid yeah, gamers. Good, um, but yeah, good. they were, they were complaining. They were like, "Why isn't he just in the normal game?" Like why isn't like he is in the normal game, you idiots? Yeah, it's like why just as in why
2: isn't he there when we start up?
0: Yeah, like because uh, they're all trying because
2: they're trying to ex- show you that there will be characters coming along. Yeah, trying they're trying to, to show
0: you they this isn't a one and done; it's a continuous, it's a growing. You're not paying organism. for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah,
2: I see that one. I'm fine with like yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. mind like that 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 style of game because they want to create and they really pushed at the start like going and all this add on stuff that will keep adding in is free. And that's fine. Like That's a game growing, but that's yeah. not like day, day one or patches. and. It's not
1: like Destiny where you have to buy stuff every time a new thing comes out.
2: Yeah, I paid like 80 bucks for the up, up for the DLC and silly. I played it one night. Oh, <laughs> like... That was silly.
0: All right, uh, Dan, I think I want to hear from you for this one because it's something we've spoken about oh, well, on the well, show. I don't like season passes either. Oh, right. <laughs> um, hype. Not as much hype for games. We've spoken about this uh, many, many times, um, and you have been very vocal about it, so I just want you to reiterate again why hype is bad for a game.
2: Yeah, so hype. Hype is a bad thing for a game. I know that sounds weird as a marketing point of view, but hype is... All the most hype games are the ones that get the most... Ragged out and hated. Have you noticed? Like mm-hmm. overhyped games. overhyping your game just destroys it. The most popular games that have come out recently, kind of apart from Ghost of Shishim, but Then again, didn't really have that much hype. It just no. its own hype. It was that was they didn't create the hype. The hype was, came with that one. Um, yeah, like oh, how can
1: I explain that? It puts itself Apex big, Legends. It puts itself like the big top dog of the company. Company and everyone that's on the top always. Cops crap yep. from everyone else. Tall
0: poppy syndrome. They
1: turned themselves into a target.
2: Yep. Yeah, and i like, say so all these people were like, hype, hype, all this amazing stuff is going to happen. It's going to be the best experience of my life. It's going to be so good. And they get it and it's it's fine, but it's not what their expectations were because the hype overrated it. And,
3: no Man's Sky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No Man's oh, Sky. Totally. Puddlegate. And was, mm. Like, mm. Puddlegate. People,
0: people complained about the puddles in Spider-Man from the showing and from launch. It's like, what? Is that what you're going to get hung up on? People will get hung up on the most minuscule crap. So the less hype you have, the less expectations you set, therefore people have lower expectations and then get blown away by like the game. You want product.
2: your game to be the game itself, to be the thing that sells your copies. Um, sure, do your your, your your trailer. Sure, do your teaser trailer. But that's all a game really needs, those two main core things. I hate like, when there's five trailers of a game. Um, so games, yeah, and so... Games ones that get dropped, they're like you know it's out now. No one's ever heard of it. Apex Legends. They're, yeah, they're the Apex Legends. They're the games that win. Have mm-hmm. you noticed the that? Like,
1: God of War. How much God of War didn't get that much hype? No, it? Like you it had was, the E3 showing where yeah. you
0: saw Kratos was back as old man Kratos, and then that and was then it you had until like a the trailer. Game. Yeah. Yeah, and you just it came like to know it's existing. Freaking yeah. game of the year! Mm, it was great. That Nobody dared rag on. And you look at Death Stranding, which had let's so say a fair much. bit of hype, but I think that was more. It had ex- heaps of hype. External. <laughs> that had the most hype that's ever hyped. And it's not, <laughs> always, not always the company that hypes it either. No, yeah, that was which that is was, uncontrollable. People were hyped for Kojima and his legacy. No, but he 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 hyped that because he did it in an ambiguous way. Yeah, but Social that was media. videos
2: and videos. But and that videos. was done on
0: purpose because Kojima Productions was a newcomer. Company, and he needed this to be a cash cow to fund his future projects. Endeavors. So, like, Nukem Forever. That's why <laughs> it's a very good point. Duke Nukem Forever was overhyped mess. Um, so Kojima did it as a business transaction. I I, I think it's the best way to say it. Um, the game was always going to be a, a project that he'd wanted to make for ages. And yes, I'm sure he's very proud of what it was. But people were always going to buy it to check it out to see what he was capable of uh, free of the reins of uh, Konami. Um what was my point Kojima's great there we go that's my point okay so the top change we would like to see in the game industry better online discourse oh my
1: gosh yes please. i'm talking
0: to you internet Trolls. so <laughs> learn to move on if a game isn't for you don't review bomb, because we're starting to wise up to this. Metacritic, for example, is now has a waiting period for being able to uh, review games. I think you have to wait a week or two weeks uh, before you can review a game. Um, stop sending death threats to actors and to game devs uh, because you didn't like a game or something that happened. That's psychotic. That's entitled. Don't do it. Um, is that is. And also, above all, remember, no one cares about you or your opinion. Uh <laughs> <laughs> We're a game review show, and no one cares about our opinion. Be a nice human, and if you don't have anything nice or nice or constructive to say, don't say anything at all. And in small notes here from Braden, and if you're a racist, you can fuck off, which we also one hundred percent support.
2: Yeah. Um, this this whole gamer culture vibe is disgusting at the moment. Like yep. The fact I feel that YouTube and it. I think YouTube should not have comments anymore. Yeah, it should have. So you can't comment on videos yep. at all. Like it is, it's disgusting. It's like an outlet of racism. It's an outlet of sexism. It's an outlet of the most horrible isms. Because out you're sitting there.
0: behind a keyboard, you're faceless. You feel some anonymity, so you can just say and an type what whatever. Uh you feel like you're a manatee. You're a big dugong with big flippers, and they just flop no. on the keyboard. And I hate flippers. Um, so basically Just be nice what on what, what well so a point that i brought uh, up earlier is that i've been doing uh, martial arts for over 10 years and if uh, anyone <laughs> hey have you been to japan? <laughs> <laughs> anyone wants to fight bring it on come come be a, ca- a keyboard like warrior Nintendo? come be a keyboard warrior to my face
2: yeah jerks no don't do that no. um, you know, uh, specifically... it's saying that the, the 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 state of it at the moment is pretty volatile and Poison? No, no, it's the word. Toxic, toxic. Toxic, toxic. at the moment. I just, it's so disappointing as well because I've been a gamer my whole life. Like, you know, I've been through NES, I've been through ColecoVision, I've been through. I consider myself my whole life. I've been a gamer, and this is the worst it's ever been.
0: Yeah, it's really disgusting, guys. As um, soon as that like Gamergate stuff and all that stuff is <sighs> disgusting. Look, if you don't like a game, if you find something bad, move on. As I said before, no one cares about you or your opinions. Honestly, I, I mean this without being nasty. No one cares. You're be telling them that is gonna make them more angry. Good, <laughs>
3: <laughs> but no one's gonna listen. Just move it on, Braden. One thing these trolls need to learn as well is that there's a severe difference between criticism and being an asshole. Being entitled, yeah. And an criticism
1: arsehole. is constructive. Yep. Yeah, and Give has a feedback. point and gives feedback. Do that. No, don't even do that.
0: No, no, do no. that. Write it down on a piece of paper, <laughs> and seal it up, and then just put it in your desk, no, no. and then come back to have, it a day later.
1: Have constructive, well thought out conversations about things that you know you can say your dislikes and your likes without being derogatory, hmm. without being unru- that. Just do that. Yeah, just That's remember, awesome. be that. Bingo calling. No <laughs> one cares. Bingo about you person. or your opinion. Be nice. Just be nice.
0: Like yeah. Just treat be people how you want to be treated excellent to each other
3: yeah oh yeah be, be excellent excellent to each do you know what other else yeah. is excellent? Do you know
2: what this is what happened this is what happens and no one listens to Bill and Ted this is what happened
3: yeah
0: no one is being excellent to each other anymore do you know who is the most excellent do you know who? do you know how this can all be solved how be more like this man which one I'm still- Oh, boy, we got some Kojima news. All right, we're going to fly through this because we're running very late. Uh, Kojima's former employer, they who will not be named, has ditched the Fox engine, which was what the uh, marvellous Kojima constructed for Metal Gear Solid 5. They will now be exclusively using Unreal Engine 5. Um, The engine has not been updated since the two split. uh, And look, just another... uh, uh, Sweeping of Kojima under the coffin. It, it's very sad. Sweeping him under the yeah, coffin. Under the rug, maybe? Or nail in the <laughs> I stand by what I said. I like it. I like
1: another nail in the carpet. sweep me under the coffin any day. <laughs>
0: uh, this week's Kojima Watch is for Dan. It came out during the week that Hideo Kojima was supposedly working on a new horror game. But... with the help of Manga King Junji uh, Ito uh, doing some of their sexy designs. Uh, Ito is quoted as saying, I do know director Kojima, and we have been in conversation that he may have a horror-based game that he may be doing, and so he has invited me to work on that, but there are no details yet. However, a day or so later after this blew up on the internet, Ito clarified, quote, In a recent overseas interview, I lightly said I received an offer to work with Hideo Kojima but it was really a comment made at, uh, made at a party where he said that if there's a chance someday he may ask for help on a future project. I apologize to the director, uh, director Kojima and anyone else who I gave false hope to. Oh,
2: very
0: <laughs> me. I love
2: um, Junji Ito. For people who don't know who Junji Ito is, he is a, ho- a manga horror creator. Um, his stuff is super indulgent. It's such a good read. Uh, he created stuff like Uzumaki, Tomi, Tome, um, Gyo, uh, a whole bunch of more. Smashed, Frankenstein, um, uh, fr- Fragments of Horrors, millions of short stories and stuff like that. Uh, he is a true genius in horror. His stuff is not like anything you've ever really read. It's real body horror. So the fact that I thought that he was working together with like, like God Kojima, I was like, oh, shit, thanks. Um, but like... <laughs> And that's not true, but he did work together with him on on PT demo. Yeah, so if everyone remembers PT, it was called PT demo, yeah. wasn't it? well, yeah, PT, PT, PT. Yeah. PT um, playable teaser demo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the baby in the sink that you come across that's – does it talk? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. That is designed by Junji Ito, so that's his kind of vibe—is this little weird, really disturbing. And um, it'll happen. Like it'll happen. I they know each other. I just the idea, right? That Kojima. Could possibly make a Silent Hill game. It's so bonkingly good to me. And then the fact that he, if he's working with Junji Ito, is like the next Damn level it be of spent. crazy. Because I love Silent Hills. I love the. I love getting the new Silent Hill game, not knowing what kind of weird, twisted fantasy like roller coaster they're going to take me on and in fact if it was a kojima attached to it there would be easter eggs in there there'd be bloody kinder surprises there'd be everything <laughs> like and then and then junge would come in and bloody your bloody first spir- out of the spiralize out your eye and then put it into your mum's head you, you'd unwrap <laughs> that
0: kinder surprise and it'd just be a deformed fetus <laughs> <laughs> finally but- to wrap up kojima watch uh kojima has a new book well, it's it, it, it's a Twitter book. Okay, it's Kojima's Twitter, but and he's answering your questions each and every day. <laughs> yeah, he's decided that each day he's going to answer a question um, on Twitter. So <laughs> Just keep asking him, are you working with Junji Ito? <laughs> <laughs> Every, Every day. Um, I don't know if we got a screen grab of this at all, uh, No, I didn't grab No, we it didn't. Uh, it's ba- You go back through his timeline, you can see he explains it. And in typical Kojima fashion, it's like, oh, what's your favourite colour? Cover- and it's a 20 paragraph <laughs> photo of I'm his gonna... description of how it reminds him of the summer in France where his father took him <laughs> fishing one time.
1: I'm going to ask him for the perfect omelette recipe. Don't do that. Don't, no.
0: Get better answers. Yeah. Games! Bingo! We like (laughs) games here. You do too, because you wouldn't be here with us. Here at Hack the Dino. If you also like uh, Hack the Dino, you should subscribe to Hack the Dino on all the things like Facebook and YouTube. And Twitch, but we're going to talk about games that we like to play with reviews. Not so much the reviews, but Dan, what games have you been liking? <laughs> Smooth as anything.
2: Yeah, I have been playing. Um, so this week I've been playing Carry On, which I was really looking forward to. Which is a, I'm going to read out here. It's by it's by Phobia Games. They did. Um, do you remember they did the? Have you ever did you play Butcher? No. Um, so it's just a really cool kind of really really hard violent game. You know they bought this one out and that I've got a little uh, um. Paragraph here explaining it. Now, I'm really bad at reading online. Do you want Uh, me to
3: read it there? Yes. Can you read this for me, Braden? Reverse horror game in which you assume the role of an amorphous creature of unknown origin. Stalk and consume those that are imprisoned. Grow and evolve as you tear down this prison and acquire more and more devastating abilities on the path to retribution. What Uh, the
0: hell was that? When did you
3: become voiceover man? Yeah,
2: I know. (laughs) Voice actor. Um, So, yeah, you basically reverse horror. You play the monster that is um, in a laboratory that breaks out. This game is awesome. It's pixel. It um, it never uh, outstays its welcome. So it is the perfect length for what you want. So it's around about six hours, five hours, and that's all you need out of this game. And it, it's beautiful. First thing I noticed straight away is how smooth you move and how fluid everything works. So basically you just press in any direction and your body just lashes out these tendrils and <laughs> pulls you along so smooth. And it's, like, got these sounds, like, and you just feel, like, this horrible, like, aggressive thing. And the more and more you upgrade, you get different abilities. And and as you upgrade, you kind of actually feel terrified on how unstoppable you are, <laughs> like, on how you're, like, yeah, if right, this thing was real, we would just all die. So um, you got the ability to upgrade, as I said, so you can get stuff like, um, like, camouflage like you know uh like the predators thing you get mind control which is disgusting like you wedge a tentacle into someone's back of their neck and you can control them for a while you um you, you can swim later on you can smash stuff uh you get tentacles that can grab onto different things and stuff like that uh it's uh, it starts off like uh, oh and then, uh, and as you the more people you eat the bigger you kind of get and oh, they has got spikes there. i haven't even seen that <laughs> um and you've got kind of three levels of bigness you can get to, uh, and each time you get to a different level, you story get, of my life. Yeah, you get you get different <laughs> abilities, but sometimes you'll get to a point where you're like, "Oh, I need that ability I used to have," so you have to like downgrade yourself by dropping your biomass off. Story of my life. Dropping your biomass <laughs> off. I know I leave my biomass everywhere. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, great, beautiful soundtrack. And there's bits where it, um. <laughs> Floppy. Floppy.
3: Breathe, breathe, oh, we've breathe, mate. We've
2: lost him. We've lost him. Um, there are bits where you like—he's <laughs> out. He's lost oh, it. I broke floppy. Um, he's—he's he's, he's vomiting. Um, everyone should have a go at this game. It's on everything at the moment. It's free on Games Pass. On that you actually play bits as well, where you go back in in time and you play humans. And when you're moving as the humans, it's very like um. Uh, and an, what's the other one in Another World? Flashback. Mm-hmm. Like, very flashback. Oh, I can see him here. He's like controlling a dude and like, ugh, he comes in and smashes that. Story of my Such life. Such a sad controlling oh. dudes. <laughs> Smashing dudes up. No, coming in. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. Technology. Yeah, that too. Um, so you, it's like a, it's kind of a Metroidvania game where you start like kind of in the middle of this uh, this center and your goal is to basically fuck shit up. You Story hate- of my life, yeah! <laughs> you, um, you've... So uh, you know, you've been wronged. You've been imprisoned. You are this angry thing, and it's just a great game. Everyone should check it out, even flat for, like, for a couple of minutes. Like,
0: it's such the flowiness, and the oh, such a, so cool. Um, I, I just before you continue on, that's one thing I wanted to bring up with you. How does it move? Because you said you only move with the uh, was about controllers, and it does look very, very fluid. Like, yeah,
2: basically. So if you're like him right there now, if he was, the, oh, he's doing something different now. Basically, if I just press it up tendrils will just instantly go out and pull me up. Like it just, you can go in any direction. You so can, it's very intuitive. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it works perfectly. Like, sure. it's a real achievement on how well it works. Like, and like when you're bigger, you
0: move heavier and stuff as well. And you have more. And it's just, does that change? Like as you get big. So obviously, I'm assuming when you're small, you're a lot faster. Yeah. But as you gain mass, uh, do, Biomass. do that do they become more sluggish or is it harder to control
2: uh, it it comes a little bit slower because see you take up more room so you've got more uh, opportunity for uh, you know things to hit you mm-hmm. and you've got a little tendril you can grab stuff as well so you can grab a person and just shake them around until their guts fall out and their head oh. falls off and like and you also you you get bigger by eating people so you grab them and pull them into your body and mouths just come out and start eating them and it's just like, and then there's like there's dudes with flamethrowers you have to get from behind.
1: Story of your life?
2: Yeah. Story of my life. <laughs> getting dudes with flamethrowers. No, I was talking about the eating and getting bigger. Getting behind. Mm. Um, doesn't matter. Anyway, great game. It's called Carrion. I have no idea what it's called Carrion. Because um, a Carrion is a disease. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I didn't get that bit. Uh, you, you get to save points where you drop off a bi- your biomass, a bit of yourself. So when you do die, right... When you do die and you you get destroyed, you recreate yourself out of these biomass. And it makes sense. Like you are dropping yourself off, bits of you. At the pool. Yeah. And um, I'm just going to stop it now because Ben's got too much innuendo happening now and it's giving me an erection. (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to cry. Ben, what have you been playing?
0: (sighs) Well.
1: Story of my life.
0: Ghost Tsushima! Sashima. Oh. Uh, now we've all been playing this, so I'm going to open it up to everyone here because we've all been playing this fantastic game. Uh, I'm going to uh, say it right here and now: this is my game of the year. Yeah, I, I was,
2: I was all about. I mean, I'm still about Demon Channel, but I was all about. Oh, obviously, you know, Last of Us Two
0: is going to win. No, I don't think so. No, 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 um, no, not at all. So this game, as you've heard everywhere, is stunning. Horse simulator. Beautiful. <laughs> like it is gorgeous. It is uh, really basic. Battle mechanics. Um, without going too in depth, you can change your stances as uh, as you go along and upgrade your stances. I've found that the water stance is really working well for me. The second one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, so you can just uh, sort of boom, uh, carry on is a dead animal. Yeah, that's, that's what on I said. Car- carry him. No, you didn't. <laughs> <That was disease. laughs> Thank you, uh, Adam. So, uh, yeah, as I was saying, um, you, you've got. Really awesome uh, battle features. It's basically Breath of the Wild in Samurai World. You can just go wandering. For example, we've had this for two weeks, um, and all I've done is just wander around. I've done some, or the first stages of the uh, critical path, uh, but have also just been wandering around, going to villages, um, letting the uh, defeating the Mongols, and then carrying on to the next place, and just seeing what I can find. Um, what I really freaking ad- uh, adore, uh, ad- uh, adore, is the haikus. When you find a haiku spot and you oh. sit down and compose a haiku, that I is. I don't think I've done that. Oh, I've done man. it once. It is so good. Is My favourite the- is cutting the bamboo. Yeah, yeah oh, I love cutting the bamboo. I love cutting um, the bamboo. You have you can find different uh, attire, which uh, gives you different things. So the traveler's attire, which you gain, you can use to seek out hidden scrolls and other collectibles. Um, you've got the samurai armor, which starts off broken, but then obviously you get new samurai armor. I straight away
2: went straight and got the straw hat dudes because I wanted to look like the guy from Ninja Scroll. Yeah, and what's <laughs> the best is you can
0: be going around in your traveler's acquire, which isn't really good for um, fighting, and press start. Immediately change. Yeah. Um, now, how you play as well, you can see on the screen here is doing assassinations, which is jumping down and um, assassinating people without being seen. This is more of the ghost characteristic. Probably. Or you can also be uh, the samurai, where you meet them head on. And
2: there, no, but there isn't – you're never other ghost. and you're never a samurai. You're just a dude with skills. Yeah. yeah. And but they, they kind of go, well, that's kind of a you – know. Because you're
0: going against the samurai budo spirit, which is like you face your opponent head-on, face-to-face. Which you can you, do. You battle them, which you can do. Or you can um, – because desperate time, desperate measures, <laughs> you uh, sneak up and assassinate them one by one. Me being the uh, martial arts fan that I am, I, I can't do assassinations. I have to face them head on.
2: So I will I, always do an assassination if it's an above assassination. We can do it down like he was yeah, like trying like to because like I can't resist it. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> now so I do, I just play it. However, like sometimes I'll be going on because there's actual like you know you do the samurai standoffs. You actually can do that as a thing. So you can walk up to a bunch of dudes and do standoff and yell like, go, Oi, face me, you wanker. Do you know what's even better? I like
1: that.
0: So I I mentioned before last time we were on that uh, I was a bit taken back because I put Japanese uh, language on with English subtitles and they didn't match the lip syncing. I'd like to say now that after playing probably 15, 20 hours of it, not a problem. They, because they you're too busy reading the subtitles, you don't notice it. And like the voice anime. acting is so good that it doesn't even matter. Now, I came up against uh, just the other day. I was telling a bit Floppy about this before the show. Uh, Dan mentioned it just before, where you can walk up, and if, as you see an enemy, you can uh, press up on the D-pad and it announces standoff, where you say, uh, come ahead, come out and face me. Um, and then it is a, a one-on-one thing where they rush you and you slice your sword and do a one-hit kill if you get the timing right. Um, I was infiltrating a Mongol camp the other day with like seven dudes and sometimes sort of with life. the camps <laughs> <laughs> sometimes when you come up to the camps uh, they give you like little mini tasks to complete so yeah. it's like kill all the guards without the optional uh, extras yeah having to replenish your health
2: yeah I, I get sucked in Challenge, yeah, yeah so
0: one, I went you know what I'm going to try and be the, be the ghost. Try and do an assassination because I was doing the standoff thing. So I went in over the top and found the the head um, head guy. Dude. The head dude. That, yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I was trying to bypass <laughs> it. Story of your life as well. Uh, and he was practicing his spear techniques. Now, one of the things that you can do in order to get double XP, which builds up your overall samurai um, level, is if you observe them and then defeat them, you get double the, the points. I didn't know that. Um, so I observed him for a while and then thought, all right, enough of this and slaughtered him. So I killed one guy out of seven and then I was sort of just sneaking through the camp trying to find these guys and I couldn't find them, couldn't find them, no idea where they were and then at, it got to a point where I went into the middle of the camp and a new option came up on the D-pad which was the right trigger uh, and it just said uh, challenge. So I pressed that and it was a completely new animation where he stood there, put his hand on his sword and yelled out in Japanese, face me you cowards! And i like... Then the rest of them all came out all at once. And as they came out, he just drew his sword and said something else like, come on. And then you just take them all on at once. That's I thought, pretty cool. And I thought, wow, I had no idea that was there. And it just came up out of it nowhere. Um, there are some
2: really great things in this game. I really game. like. I, I, I'm going to have a go. Um, <laughs> number one, there are, sh- there are, sorry, Floppy. There are times, okay, Floppy, go.
1: No, what I want to say no, no.
0: is, ah,
1: I really liked at the style. I was going back to something that you talked about before about how you can act as the samurai and you know, take them on face on face to face or sort Of the ninja style, I really like the fact that he's very conflicted about that at the start when he's yeah. sort of learning the ways and you see him in these little cutscenes and stories. It's
0: unworthy, it's uncouth.
1: He's been raised to that, that's not how you do things, that's how it's how scum do that. That's, yeah, you're it's a not a face there's no death. honor in that. And so, to learn to do that, and then for you to do it and have to do it in some missions, I thought was really cool. Do you know what's
0: even cooler? What's it's that? just come out recently. If you do more ghost type assassination kills than yeah. you do uh, Budo samurai honorable kills, the weather changes and you get more thunderstorms. Forms, um, and more rain if oh, you to have... cover
2: yourself up and stuff please.
0: well that and yeah the weather changes depending on how you play it um, speaking of that I, ca- I did a side quest uh, learning one of the moves where the was blue this... quests? Yeah, yeah one of the blue side quests which aren't optional but you get different moves and everything Yeah. and it ended with me uh, sort of tracking this dishonorable samurai who'd sort of um, switched sides and, and was trying to find this mystical technique in order to um, make himself more appealing to the mongols and you come up to him and as you're walking as you're finding out where he is you're headed towards a dueling ground and rain and thunder start and you go up there and you find the old master is being killed because this new guy's learned the new technique and he used it mm. on the master oh and i did comes one. Out the uh, the thunder strike yeah, yeah, yeah the heavenly strike heavenly strike yeah and the, you're you're in this duel and there's a massive thunderstorm going on and it's spanning and uh, just this epic holy crap moment i'm thinking this is
2: sweet and it's a side mission
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's a side mission, so I can't wait to get... I'm still on Act 1. Like, I haven't got off the first part of the island. Um, now, a couple of things that I go... Because, eh, like, it's not a perfect game. Uh, there are some glitches. There's been jump glitches that I've crashed into. Like, you jump up in a, a, a rock that you're not supposed to go up, and sometimes you get stuck oh,
2: I that and once. jumps up and down. Oh, I haven't seen that yet.
0: Uh, so that's a bit disappointing. I don't like that they had to go back to the old... Uh, look for the bird poo ledges. I know they're not bird poo, but to me it reminds me I don't of bird poo. I do I have no problem. Well, with that. I mean, I'm coming from uh, Breath of the Wild where you can just climb everything. Yeah. So, that for me is the way forward. And it's just unfortunate that they couldn't do this because you're sort of like on a ledge and you can't go down because it's got a, a thing where you can't, you have to physically press the jump button to jump off the edge because the fall damage you take in this game is ridiculous.
1: Oh. Yeah, don't, I tried to do that You can kill
0: 50 Mongols, but uh, if you trip and fall over a side, look out. You can get an upgrade that lets you fall hit far. Well, you can also roll towards the end as well. But my point being. Um, you're you sort of standing on a ledge and you can't uh, you can't go off. But if you walk down like three metres, then yeah. you can just go off the other side. And that, to me, you know, you're this big samurai. Look, that, I don't that
1: mind that because that comes back to the whole me sort of looking for it to be led on a little bit of a thing. So having too open an idea of what I... I might spend heaps of time in Breath of the Wild climbing something
0: to get to the top to realise there's nothing there. Mm. Um, I am... Um... Just one thing before you go there, Dan. Mm-hmm. Then I'll let you have mm-hmm. the floor. Uh... One thing I also liked, I uh, recently came upon this place where as I was entering, it was like a bigger camp and the game straight up just told me, uh, no, you're going to get messed up if you go in here. (laughs) I I love that. These guys outnumber you. You will get messed up. Go away. Be, no, was, they said be careful. Oh. And I climbed up and had a look down, and sure enough, there were like fifty or so guys in there, and it was Ooh. yeah. I'll, I'll come back later when I've upgraded my armor and whatnot. Yeah. But overall, I really love this game. I'm going to keep on playing this game. I probably won't pick up another big game this year. I'm going to wait a little bit longer for Cyberpunk. Like, wow. Um, I'll probably get it PS5. Um, I'm going to get Fast and Furious Crossroads. Yeah, I know. Oh, you know, <laughs> it's because well, maybe. You know, I might get something from Nintendo if they decide to release anything else this year. But Ghost of Tsushima, my game of the year. Dan, what did you think? Um, so everyone knows I'm a massive texture stickler. Texter? Texture, Te- texture Loves stickler. Good of I love my
2: textures. This game's textures are on it. Um, yeah. Also, I've noticed that there's a lot of of particle effects happening constantly in this game. So at, any time, at certain times of the day, at certain areas in the map, it looks unbelievably good you are running up through it like you know at night time with the moonlight shining down through a bamboo forest is also mist all the light is shining your particle feet through the through the mist everything's moving and also in this game which the first time i've ever seen it ever done is every leaf and cherry blossom and everything is is blowing around but it's also as you can follow a cherry blossom all the way down and you actually see it land on the ground and it stays there that's pretty cool and it's constant and it's flawless and you can like You can be running through some leaves on the ground, and they'll blow up. And you actually see them blow up, and they actually go back down and actually land back on the ground. They're not just a particle effect that goes through the ground, like, kind of thing. It's
0: crazy. This is to do with the whole guidance system as well. Like, it's said at the start that uh, your father is the wind... And it'll guide you, and that was the mechanic that they've used in order to get you to where you need to go. The wind blows you in the direction that you need to go, and so you don't get lost. And I think that's such a cool uh, mechanism to use. I was
1: worried at first with the lack of, say, like mini map or uh, or the lack of the of the HUD. I really like
0: it. It It's good, isn't it?
1: I I got blown away the
2: day I realized that if you swipe right really quickly, you get your blood off your sword. Yep. And I didn't know that for so long and I did it accidentally because I was like, you, should I didn't re- know that you can
0: really you know you can bow? Yeah, you press down or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. you press down and you bow to some statues and I think there's one where a little frog pop- pops out after you bow to it and pay respect. Um, one thing I, I think is a bit off-putting, Tsushima is a very small island when you look at Japan. <clears throat> That's not fine. Um, the, the first island that you're on is even smaller than that. Somehow you've got four seasons happening <laughs> on the one island. Like oh, you go to an area right. where there's it's a cherry blossoms.
1: Oddity.
2: Yeah, oh. well, uh, the, do you know that's why this game is good because it's not holding itself to reality like all these other games that are, like, like Red Dead, like Grand Theft Auto. You don't have to send your mum an email. You don't have to wash your legs and arms separately in this game.
0: <laughs> You're just like
2: you actually did send your mum emails in Grand Theft. Yeah, um, like this game. Takes all the elements of an open world game, takes out all the stuff that's boring, and just leaves you with the core fun stuff. Yeah. And it does. And if there's something, there's nothing grindy in this as well. Because if it's like you, you seem like oh, I want to get this, I want to get this, you know, new ability. All you have to do is do a mission, and you get it. Yeah. There's no like grinding. Oh, your player's not at a high enough level to get this at the moment. It's just you acquire stuff. It feels really easy, and you feel like you're always progressing and growing, but you never become OP. It's wicked. Right. And the missions
0: aren't that hard and they're no. not that long. There's maybe three or four but steps. But you can
2: die really easily if you just go in like a turkey.
0: Yeah. So what I what I said,
1: well, what I was hoping for before this came out and what it's been confirmed for me now is this is the Assassin's Creed that I wanted before the last two. Mm-hmm. This is to me like an older school Assassin's Creed game like the Etia games. or But it's not as much Assassin's about Creed the climbing. You can
2: climb, but it's not just climbing. It's no.
1: just climbing. But it's that style of gameplay, that style of storytelling, that style of combat in a setting that I've wanted in Assassin's Creed for so long.
0: I think the fact that this looks so beautiful and yes, they do put the four seasons on one small little island. Basi- no, basically basically to show off uh yeah, how there. beautiful it is and how fantastic this whole area is and and possibly the most important part, you can pack the little fox guys. I, I think, think another important part me. is that you can pick items up. You're supposed to follow them. The Inaris. Yeah, you follow them, they take you to a temple, you pay respect to the temple and they sit by your side oh, and afterwards I you can shooting them with arrows. <laughs> that might be well, the issue. Get the hell off my podcast. I didn't know what they were. What about the birds? About have you followed the birds? I mean, it didn't let me shoot Did you
2: them, follow I birds?
1: Trying to. No, I don't follow anything.
2: The, the bir- birds are the- your mum.
1: The oh. birds,
2: if you follow the birds, they, they take you to items and stuff. And- like the haiku spots and where you're supposed to go. And 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 like, kept and finding have you in- found hot springs? They're the best. Yeah. You, get them, you get to see them naked. That's Japan's ass. You
0: get to reflect. Yeah, that's like Captain America. I will be doing that when I get home. Did you see the reaction comment? The actor who um, played Jin in the game. Mm. Uh, I was actually disappointed. <laughs> there, there's a video of him watching that and him going into the hot spring being naked and he yeah. sees butt and he's watching it, and he goes, Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> it cuts out the exact pixel before you can see his wang. Like, and I was like, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanna see. I want to see the Wang. I'm an advocate <laughs> of Wang on Wang in game.
0: Were you about to say Wang on Wang? That's <laughs> <laughs> called interlocking. Wang Chun. Wang Chung. Yeah. So overall, this this game is brilliant. Like I, I, it's everything I wanted in like a samurai game. Finally, it, it's yeah it's, things I've wanted ever since it, I was a it kid. It
2: feels it feels really um, realistic. But also really video gaming. Yeah. It feels really yeah. traditional, but all but really video gaming. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know, you know, you get you get all the traditionalness of Japan, you get all the vibes of samurai, you get all the vibes of being a ninja, you get all the vibes of everything without anything being drawn out, without without dragging, without grinding, without anything. You get just pure fun gameplay the whole time. Yeah, look, it's amazing.
0: Honestly, as someone who like, I've done martial arts for over 10 years. Um, I've traveled to Japan to do martial arts. And, like, I only bring this up because... Every episode. <laughs> I bring this up because... That's racist. Um, I bring this up because it is very in, uh, ingrained into the martial arts about respect and culture and whatnot. And that's what you have to learn about. Um, this game is very truthful to that. Budo spirit to that whole that, um, philosophy of uh, spirit first, and the fact that the conflict between Jin or in Jin with the assassination side of way and the, the big, honourable way of standing true to your opponents. I, um, it's beautifully done.
1: I agree. I've watched Karate Kid at least 50 times, so I figure I'm <laughs> up there with you on the, the knowledge of the culture. But there will be people that won't like this game, and that's fair enough. You like, might not,
2: not be into Samurai, and that's fine. And or Japan or if they like Vikings, or... then you've got another one coming I mean up later. there are things in it that clearly aren't based in reality. They're like Your dad being
1: the wind.
3: Yeah, stuff like that like def- isn't the wind. There's stuff like yeah,
2: there, sort of wind but There's lots of like uh religious aspects in it which I just don't believe in, so I just see it as 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 the chat says it's fantasy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like Ah, uh, they uh, kept away from too much supernatural stuff. I mean you know,
2: they're not, but there is like, you know, I mean the wind guides you. Foxes tell you where stuff is. Birds stay to go this That's way. Not That's religion. not reality. That's
0: called LSD,
3: man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're not it's it's Toontown, mate. The uh, Assassin's Creed, like, oh, you stumbled upon a massive mythical being. Like, <laughs> do they, they do have, that in Assassin's Creed? Assassin's Creed, yeah. You fight, like, the Minotaur and a, like, a big I need Medusa. Odyssey. Medusa? I need yeah. an Odyssey. Yeah, in the in the most recent two, you find... Yeah, but then the, the other
2: Assassin's Creed is, is like, here is a building. Here's 40 pages of boring text about it, <laughs> of real-life text. This building was made of
0: a mud. Actually, I find that stuff kind of real. Yes, I know a lot of people yeah, do. I just yeah, don't. Oh, okay. I it. was
1: good. Reading for chumps. Okay. Says so the man that owns the bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> just, look at the, just look at the pictures, mate. Just look at the... Oh, that's why it's comics, comic. So that's right.
3: Floppy, what have you been playing?
1: I have been playing Destroy All Humans. This little guy. So I've been really on a kick this year for games that were... Bad? Um, no. <laughs> Man. Uh, just stuff that was a little bit... Uh, <laughs> Bad? Tongue in cheek, a little bit... Well, You got mad. Like, you got like, mad. I got mad. I got this, The games that didn't take themselves too seriously. So this is a, uh, a rebuild of the 2005 like, cult classic. Destroy all humans, and then it yeah, has sequel. This as well. game is wicked, games. and if they, yeah, the storytelling is hilarious. Um, <laughs> they have redone all the graphics. They've redone all the cutscenes. They've uh, <gasps> it's so good. They've uh, upped the gameplay, and they got all the original voice actors back in. So they the redid cut- the voices.
0: Yeah, they redid. Are you sure? I thought they no. Just they same script because they got what's his name from Invader Zim yeah, to do same the head. Guy, he was the one from the start, right? So they did redub them. I thought yeah. it was just lifted from so the old full
1: game, from when I, unless I read it, unless I read about it wrong. But I figure that they've they kept the script you the need same, but they uh, read
0: pictures in that. In the yeah, you probably
1: need to go get one, yeah. a book about it from yeah. Dan Shop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nah. so in this game, if you haven't played uh Destroyer Humans before, you play Crypto 137, I think it was. He's an alien from the race called the Furons. Now, they've used atomic power for a long time, and it's affected them, they no longer have genitals.
0: <laughs> that's so, the
3: major major plot point it is,
0: it is one of the major plot points story of my life oh, oh, nice.
1: so they have to reproduce via cloning they've cloned themselves so much that uh, they've degraded all their, all their DNA so you, now you have to go to earth to try and find a strand of DNA because at some point in the past no anything? spoilers flopping no, oh, no, this is all in the first no, no spoilers five... from a game that's fifteen years old, please, Floppy. Okay, uh, some one of your scouts from the Furon race <laughs> okay. went to Earth and had a good fun time, and now all humans have a perfect strand of DNA of Furon in them <clears throat> somewhere. Uh, so it's all based in the nineteen fifties. So it really plays on the whole nineteen fifties aliens and communism fear, and then all the humor is They're so funny. Like... it is hilarious. The the humor in it is hilarious. Is wicked uh it's in a town called rockwell very similar to i don't know roswell. roswell yeah and there's lots of jokes around that around you know the actual stories of uh of what's apparently happened and things like that look at these guys what a chump tell the audience <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you actually have to pick the right one to be able to get through that little scene you're you've cloned the mayor it's one of your abilities is you can hologram yourself to look like people around you um yeah, it's one of those games where you can play the missions heaps of different weird ways and stuff.
2: Like, it's just a really fun game. Like- but it's
1: got a mix of run in, shoot them up, destroy everything, and stealth missions, mm. which, is, which is really weird because they're polar opposite <laughs> ways of doing it. <laughs> and <laughs> if you want, you can just pull your yeah. ship, get into your ship, and just turn into a destruction yeah. city like that thing. Just- so you can play it on foot where you have uh, you know, a zap a matic I think it was called, which is your little electricity gun. You Ooh. have a disintegrator ray. There's a bomb that I haven't unlocked yet. Uh, you can mind-read people. So you can literally walk around and just read everyone's minds and hear their inner thoughts, which is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I think they've look- gone
2: more to town on that than the other one. They've probably put more deeper put, po-
1: Yeah, there's more people. It's more um, populated than it was before. Yeah, it looks at... Yeah, it is great. So you get the third-person action. You get some stealth in there. You can jump in your ship and just go around and destroy everything. You've got uh, weapons that you can use. You've got abilities like uh, you pop their heads and and take their brains out. Um, it's got some violence in it. It eh? has got some violence, but it's not really. Uh, it's not super graphic. And you've uh, got a funny
2: voice. Like you got a heaps funny voice. you like you got a voice that you wouldn't think he'd have. That kind of thing.
1: You can upgrade all your weapons so that you can. Uh, you know, the electricity goes through multiple people or whoever's uh, near each other. Um, you can do your hologram thing so you can dress up. That's how you do your stealth missions. Yep. Uh, there was one other thing that I was going to jump on. What was it? Oh, the, you have telekinetic powers. So one of the coolest things that I, I like doing is when you get, like, six people running at you, you quickly grab them and throw them up into the air. And then you stand there and it rains people down around you and they just die <laughs> as they hit the ground. It is fantastic. Um, yeah, look, it's it's really fun. It is great tongue-in-cheek humor. It really plays on the tropes of the 1950s, sci-fi, alien, communism, fears that there was around the place back then. And it's got a grey in it. I love greys. Yeah. yeah. Cool voice acting, cool upgrades to your weapons, to your saucer. Just Yeah, it's a hell of a lot of fun.
0: Nice. Now, Braden, you wanted to quickly talk about a little game that you picked
3: up. Yeah, so I wanted to quickly jump in because uh, Michaela and I, um, we have been absolutely binging through Paper Mario: The Origami King, my god, we love this game so much. Um, it is absolutely adorable. It looks great. Um, I'm about to pull up footage here. It's just, it's good. we're just uh, vamping. There we well, go. Saw- There's our little man. I was
1: being an origami thing and folding myself vaping.
3: I swear to God, this game is so good. <laughs> the comedy in it is choice. Um, these little, every, so the toads are hidden absolutely everywhere. They are hidden as little origami objects. They can be slipped behind things. They're like stuck to walls and stuff. There's heaps of stuff. Um, the combat in it is great. It uses this little like wave mechanic. Like it kind of feels like a, it turns into a strategy game basically. Um, and you have to spin them around to get them in the right way. And you get all these different items and weapons and stuff. Um, you've got Olivia, who's your little friend who joins you along. And then you get, like, tagged along with, like, a bob and stuff. And I, I cannot comprehend how good the comedy is. Like, every bit of dialogue is great. Um, and this is still early on in the game. So, it's quite, like, Is this the battle? Yeah. So, this is the battle mechanic. So, you spin it all around, get them in, like, either a little group of four or in a big long line. And then you can go along, you either bounce on them or hit them with a hammer. i got to say,
0: this is why I decided not to pick it up It takes this game. up a specific,
1: like, areas for each attack, doesn't it?
3: Yes. Yeah, so for each of these, so this your boots, you go it. along and jump along them. Your hammer, you hit, like, a small It's basically a, a turn-based RPG. Yeah. yeah. It, so, well, Paper Mario always has been. Yeah. Yeah, the combat sticks with that. And it's, really, it's honestly, like, it actually, some of it gets really freaking hard. Like, there's been quite a few situations where I've just been like, I have no clue how to get these people in the right order. Um, so it's actually quite tough sometimes it's absolutely adorable all the time. And then, yeah, the, I just, I cannot <laughs> even start on how good the dialogue and the written speech and everything is because it's, it's, it's so funny. It's like the, the world map when you're moving around, is it kind of
2: like, is it like galaxy or whatever? Or is it 2d? Um, 3D? I will show
3: you a little clip here. You so, know, when you're just walking around the world and jumping and so it's like this. Um, So, you get to go around, you roam around these big, like, they're little, you're following each of these big streamers everywhere, and um, you go and you're finding Toads as your little collectibles, and then they hang out and watch the combat happen. Um, all the little things in there are just so much fun. The
2: more toads you see, the more in the bleachers.
3: Yeah, so the bleachers, like for me at the moment, the bleachers are starting to get absolutely packed and it's oh, just hilarious. Sick. And they all like cheer you on and stuff. You see in the, the little uh, archway s- there that there's a little hidden toad. Is that a scrunched up one? Oh, yeah. yeah, so um, yeah, the bad guy is this origami king who is like, he just wants to make everything origami and he hates the 2D world. And <laughs> they they play on heaps of really dumb jokes about like, all the different types of paper and everything. It's its a great time. I'm what about it. the
0: game-breaking bug that's in there? Ooh, I haven't heard of that. What's yeah, that? the way you can't finish it. Yeah, there's a game-breaking bug in there that they're trying to patch out now. Ooh. So I hope you don't fall into that one. Fingers crossed. Can we talk about the, the thousand-fold uh, okay. arms?
3: Um, oh, the thousand-fold arms are actually pretty fun. Um, so they you get these little moments where you can use your big, crazy arms. I'll see if I can find a quick clip while we're here. Um, but yeah, uh, Olivia gives you these like slight origami powers... And um, you get to go through and like interact with the world in this weird way. Um, I'm just finding there's a dance number. It it's was... very random, but yeah, uh, this is, like it's it's very fun. <laughs> it's very silly, um, and it likes it likes just pointing out how absolutely silly and ridiculous. I
2: like games is. that are made out of a certain thing. Like there's that yarn game. Oh, uh, yarn. Yeah, she's woolly world, woolly world. But there's that like, the... string one. The the you know unravel. The... Unraveled. There's this one with a paper. I like it when there's an element which is like the main thing they mm. use. Like mm. it's kind of just a cool idea that yeah. I've always and liked.
3: They absolutely go to town on that as a theme. Like uh, the one of the big bad guys that we have faced so far is a uh, a case of pencils, and oh, the pencils good. fire out of it like rockets. <laughs> um, honest to like, it's definitely worth a pickup if you're just after like a little like light RPG. You can just have a laugh at. Cool. It's not
0: like Nintendo's
3: got anything else coming out. Exactly right. So you'll probably end up paying it this year anyway.
0: Anyway, that's what we've been playing this week on Hack the Dino, reviewing the the games. Hey, it's time for Dan versus the world. Dan versus
3: the world. <laughs> Every time. <laughs>
0: time for Dan versus the World, where I have three songs from video games history or video games future. Dan, representing Dan, has five questions to try and guess where those songs come from. And he's up against the world, represented by Braden and Floppy, who also have five questions. We'll go back and forth between the two so they can, little down, little down, little they, can, Dan. they can they can work out where that song came from by asking questions. That was Which was my
2: nickname in high school? Little Because
3: oh, you were tiny. Yeah, he really tiny was.
1: Body. He still is.
0: All right, here we go. First song. <gasps> Everyone now. What the hell this is this going to be from? <laughs> I from well, I can
3: tell what the song is, but. <laughs>
0: By the way, I don't know the lyrics to that song. I was making them up. Yeah. Question number oh, one, You Dave. are
1: pretty close. Uh, what console is it on?
0: Uh, Super Nintendo and Mega Drive, I believe. Okay. World, question number one. What kind of game is it? Uh, it's a racing game. Okay. Uh, song number two? Song number two? Uh, question number two <laughs> Every of time. that song. I was
2: just waiting for the song to start. I can of know this one already. All right. You're going um, to Because I... Got This game. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Uh, and is it. Should I get. Yeah, Go on. When We're I, running late, wh- so if you uh, got it. A- mm. Is it rock
1: and
0: roll racing? Yes,
1: it is. Yeah, there's no way it couldn't have
2: been.
0: Oh, but Dan, that, that puts you on 25, and the world's on 26.
1: Braden, that was paranoid by Black Sabbath, sung by Mr. Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, bad. that game
2: is like. Because I played that, and it's that, like, uh, you know, like. It had the commentator. It was such a good game.
3: He's in a lot of times, though. If you scour the internet somehow, you can probably find an unlisted video of Hack the Dinos where we do a uh, crap game review for it.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah,
3: we grabbed it off the shelf.
0: Yeah. Okay, here we go. Song number two. <laughs> he knows it already. Dan, question number Man, one. I don't know what it is. This is shit.
2: <laughs> what it is? Um is what
0: uh genre of game is that? Uh it is a survival horror. Ooh.
3: Okay Well, question number one. Uh what uh what bad guy are you up against?
0: Um
3: Ooh, Google Machine.
0: No mm-hmm. no 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 I can't forget his name, it's not <sighs> um So it's a him. He's trying to think of what? I can't remember his name. It is do another question. Uh Oh, fuck. I really Wh- want- Whisk- Wesker's in it. There you go. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember. I what th- that could be one of them. <laughs> many. I think it's Tyrant. I think. Tyrant. <gasps> think, but I'm not sure, so I can't.
2: I don't know what ones are what <laughs> in that franchise. Oh, I'll ask a question. You yeah, I am. Um, what was it? What console? Did we ask that? No. no what haven't. console
0: was it from? This particular one came from PlayStation 1. Do you want to answer it, Brayden?
3: No, 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 no. I, I honestly still don't know it. So, I I know the franchise possibly from. I'm taking in context oh, clues. It was
1: tyrant
3: in more than one. Um, do What uh, what's what's like a token weapon from it? A gun. I mean, what like specify a gun? A shooting
0: it. gun. I specify a weapon. <sighs> um, rocket launcher. Okay. Dan. Question number three. So, T is.
2: Tyrant is T Virus, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Which is the first game. <laughs> <laughs> is Resident Evil one.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well done. Damn. Well 26 alls. I all? You are sweeping. My Sorry goodness. I knew
1: that one.
2: Well, I just, why needed, didn't I just you... needed to get to me. Uh, you should have, but. All right,
0: well, we're all tied up at 26 apiece. Let's see who's going to go uh, into that fair evening with a win. Here we go.
1: I feel like I'm letting people down. (laughs) I know this piece of music, Braden. Question I, number
3: one. I, I hope you yeah, fucking you
1: really do. Should.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but I can't remember where I'm oh, That's the angriest I've ever seen him. I'm
3: offended on behalf of the man himself.
0: <laughs> question oh. number one, Dan.
3: I don't know what it is. Really? No. Oh, uh, Brayden's leaving.
0: Oh, my heart.
3: My little, like, 1997
0: heart. All right, Dan, question number one.
3: 1997?
0: Is that the year you were born, Brayden? Yeah. Clue to the game. Um, um, what is the type of controller that you use? <laughs> A PlayStation 4 controller.
3: <laughs> okay. Um world what uh what uh hmm, 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 hmm. what main form of movement do you have?
0: Walking.
3: Okay, I just want to double-check that. There's, okay. there's one game that wouldn't have worked with that. So. Right,
0: okay. Question number two, Dan? Will this game come out on PlayStation 5? No. Oh, it's well, it might. It's, it's a great doubt. question. A uh, question. Depends how backwards compatible they are.
3: Okay. But, but you know what I mean.
0: Mm-hmm. Question number two, Rob? Bobby, mm-hmm. do you
3: want to ask any clarifying have questions? You, well, you sound like you've got it more nailed in I've than got, I do. I've got a bit of a vibe for it, but I want to see if you can throw a general question that won't help is, Dan, but will help me. What would this? be...
1: No, that won't help Dan. That will help you.
3: Help me help you to help me. Help me.
0: I want you to want me.
3: Um.
1: Come on, come on, mate. Get no, because I've got to be really. Because if I ask a stupid question, you're going to get it. Me, I
0: have no idea. Yeah, that's what why. What year I, I, was I, it released? The game. Yeah. Uh, 2018. Seventeen. Okay. <laughs> Oh, 2017 All games,
2: all games that like, recent to me all just sound like orchestral pieces. So I can never distinguish them. that help your brain. Yeah. Question
0: number 3.
2: Right. Oh, I'm going to ask a cool question. What is the main protagonist's weapon if he has one?
0: <laughs> you talking about the campaign? Campaign or the multiplayer aspect?
3: I don't know.
0: <laughs> Either way, Both. blasters
3: that is Star Wars Battlefront 2 2018.
0: Yes! Uh, Brayden pulls one back for the
2: world. I thought it was Ghost of Tsushima at the start.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, that classic Jewel of the Sa- Fate scene where uh, Jin pulls out and a Jim lightsaber. Saber. Oh man, can someone please put lightsabers in Ghost of Tsushima? Mod- because I would be down for it. Well, so isn't that know what samurai Brayden, Which
3: one it was. No, so straight up I always wanted to clarify whether it was Star Wars Episode 1 Racer or if it was Battlefront. Battlefront
0: 1 or 2. It's the little sting when you uh, have Darth Maul to the match. Yeah, because mm. it's Duel of the
3: Fates. That's when Darth Maul appeared at the end uh, of episode 1. Yeah.
0: Anyway, at the end of that series of Dan vs. the World, Dan's on 26 and the World's on 27. Dan, you caught up big time. I, one really, point. That's I felt
2: absolutely useless tonight. That's how, to welcome to how I feel
0: every week. Raiden, do the thing. We've been Hack the Dino, and this has been our critical path and video game news. We like to talk about things, but this isn't the only thing that we do. We have side projects as well as this. Dan, what's one of your side projects?
2: One of my third projects is a uh, Horror Podcast. You can check us out on all major podcasting services where me and Jennifer, the Dream Warrior Strand, <laughs> <laughs> um, get together and talk about horror films. This is an audio podcast. We, are, we also have a – it's on YouTube – Beat the Assistant Audio Podcast. So go over to YouTube. If if you like it, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a star, give us a comment, go on to the other things, do all those things. Um, I really appreciate it. We've just started up. We're up to episode 12. So uh, it's pretty
0: cool. (laughs) Yeah. It's good. It's It's awesome. Floppy.
1: Uh, You can come over to Instagram, check out Floppy Plays Games, where you can look at the stuff that I spend all my money on and then take photos of and then show you and then sometimes try and find time to play them as
3: well. And Millennial Falcon, what have you got? Millennial, Millennial Movie Talk. Uh, millennial Movie Talk, not just one Millennial. Not Well, there's four of us, but it's a movie podcast. Hey, 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 stuffing up your lines <laughs> is
0: my gig, all right? Don't <laughs> go...
3: I can I can tread on some feet, it's fine. Uh, millennial Movie Talk, it's a movie podcast. We talk about the movie news, what we've been watching lately, give some reviews on some stuff. Um, and you get a bit of banter between me and my friends.
0: And you can also head on over to Retro Trigger Podcast, where you can hear me talking to people and interviewing people about all things retro. Uh, We've spoken about Transformers Gen 1 with Sean Fuster. We've spoken about Super Nintendo with this dude. We've talked about Dragon Ball Z with that guy. uh, Coming up next... Friday, or actually, no, it'll be yesterday, so it's out now, uh, you can <laughs> hear me talk to Dean Rankin, who is the illustrator for some of the Simpsons comics. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to listening uh, He's to also see. done some Futurama. He's also done some Rick and Morty. Uh, so that's really, really cool. We talk about Simpsons season five, which is scientifically proven to be the best season of the Simpsons. Is that the Bear Barren one? No. Uh, that's I not th- in that are season. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Pretty sure
1: What's the best episode for that season?
0: Uh, there's a Scorpio one in it? Monorail.
1: Oh, got done. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, we are also... Uh, who have we spoken to? We've spoken to Ben from Toy Power Podcast. He spoke about He-Man. And we've spoken about uh, Nintendo 64 with Mr. A-Game. They're coming up. It's a monthly podcast, so there's only about three episodes up now. But make sure you search Retro Trigger Podcast. You can uh, get it through this feed if you press subscribe to the podcast feed here at Hack the Dino. Or search it to get the other feed, which I'm just trying out because it's... For reasons you don't need to know. Why are you bugging me, man? Back off. Anyway, if you like this, you can also become a Patreon. Dan, do you have some Patreons you would like to
2: thank? Well, I would love to do that. So, thank you to our beautiful um, top tier Patreons uh, where you get mentioned at everything we do. So, thank you to Sam Beard, thank you to, to Todd Randall, thank you to Tommaso, thank you to Mike Town, thank you to Karen Knight, thank you to Aaron Knight, thank you to Dylan Stevens, and thank you to Cullen Budd. You guys are our buds. Top. Top but,
0: top top peers. Top bud. top top, top the buds. Best. The, you're the number one buds. You're like the, the, the that great bud. Don't know, that I thought That. we're gonna call you guys Dino buds. Buds. No, dyno, they're Dino riders. Di- the Dino pals. You don't. You, you can ride Dino, us. Riders, dino, dino they're riders. Dino saucers. The Dino riders. Dino sauces. Keep going. Shut up, floppies. Dino, dino riders. Dino. Kill his mic. D- Anyway, you can also see us on youtube.com backslash hackthedino where you can subscribe uh, and you can uh, share us with likes, with these things. Be sure to do that. When this goes up, uh, be sure to tell your friends and get them to come over and subscribe as well because that's how we grow. Uh, we're over 100 episodes in now. We'd really like to grow more and get more people to watch our content and hopefully enjoy the entertainment that we put out there. And lastly, be sure to subscribe to us over on uh, iTunes, pod, uh, other podcast things. I don't know long. If yes. you like
2: to watch us live, head over to Twitch and YouTube where we do a live show every second Friday and you can get join in the chat and you know join in, talk to us, we uh and stuff like that, where, which you don't get in these vods that you're watching now.
0: Uh oops.